Well, hey, Gundam fans, welcome to episode 19 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I am your host, Adam Blue, where uh, every week, even if it's a holiday, I'll just sit around and talk about Gundam for 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes 30. It depends how much content's out there. And really, this week, there wasn't too much, but there's a lot of cool things to talk about. Um, so yeah, uh, really, uh, let's get started. If um, you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube, and there's a link in the video descriptions where um, it take you to a video about a giveaway I'm doing. So I'm about to hit 600, and when I do, there's this yeah giveaway. Two items I'll be giving away, so very cool there. And one you can kind of choose. It depends, but you'll see if you watch the video. And then I guess subscribe on any other audio platform for the, the podcast or the audio version. If it's missing somewhere, just let me know. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll get uh, into this. You know, first of all, last week... I had the video go up for the RX-78 GP-01 from Stardust Memory, you know, the Robot Spirits version, so check that out if you haven't watched it. Uh, it came with the effect part to do that uh, Saber Clash with the GP-02, and I planned for the GP-02 video to have that there, but I actually totally forgot to review that part. But I took some pictures of it, and so I'll be sharing those here uh, when I put the GP-02 uh, video up because I can now because of my subscriber number I can now um, post I guess to the community section I kind of posted some pictures of this um, GPO one and I'll tend to do that I like to use my DSLR to take pictures I'm really big into photography in a way when I'm taking pictures of Gundam so I'll be sure to do that so really anytime let me know what kind of pictures you'd want to see that I'm taking of these Gundam um, I used to put more diorama i would build yeah dioramas out you can see there's my instagram i think yeah i have on there you can check that out and i actually have a another instagram i think it's linked there where i've done a lot of photography diorama style set pieces but uh yeah check that out another video i did was i called this uh uh a gundam christmas classic in the thumbnail just to kind of grab the attention of people but for those that already in the know it was really war in the pocket episode two uh continuing the series i guess out of out of the first episodes i did of a few i thought war in the pocket would be the best for this time of year christmas and really war in the pocket is just awesome there's a lot of good things about it especially uh, the gundams uh that are in it or the mobile suits there's really one gundam but yeah the mobile suits in it are fantastic so anyway if you've got any feedback about these videos let me know either in the comments of the video or on the comments of this uh uh podcast but uh you know let's move on real quick what did i want to show off so we've got this discord go ahead and join it if you haven't uh some people have been there's a lot of cool regulars in here that are always posting some cool stuff things that i would not have even saw now there's this banshee from uncle tom i want to say i did show that before uh, but just in case I didn't, uh, there you go there. And then McNutty has this, and I forget, did I show this or not? I, I feel I feel bad, but when I look at these, I'm just mesmerized, like seeing other people build their Gumpla. Uh, we've got the uh, Origin, and then the Alex. Uh, I believe these are the high grades, but very cool. Um, let's see... Uh, what was another cool one? Oh, someone with the Transformer. Oh, yeah, McNutty. I, I wonder if he showed that off yet. He might have not, because that's a cool one. Okay, and this is from Soup. Yeah, Soup. So this is that uh, new line that's come out where they they look awesome. Uh, I, I even forget what it's called. Artifact. Uh, something Artifact. I'll have to look it up. So it's like these resin style that are, they're resin 
uh, I guess, uh, material that they're not painted or anything, but they're very highly detailed and they look awesome. Uh, and this is the Nightingale. And I really want to get uh, get some of these because they are they are really awesome. So that was soup. So thanks for showing that. Okay, here's something that Will is sharing, and I want to talk more about this. So this is from Gundam Breaker Battlelog. This is the the ground type, urban combat type. Yeah, it's Gundam ground, urban combat type, high grade, and it looks sick. It's, you know, the Battlelog is really kind of more of custom mobile suits, but they have this one that just, it takes the greatest look of the, actually multiple different ground types of the Gundams because there's, there's a high grade line and I have one up there somewhere, or maybe my son has it. And then they, that has a kind of the darker colors on it, right? And then they have kind of the look from 08 MS team. They kind of mashed that together and made an excellent looking model kit. Yeah. And this is the other one. Um, and, and technically from 08 MS team as well, this goof. I mean, when I say that, it's just kind of the style it's starting with, but then does its own thing. Um, yeah, Santo Bell showing the real grade God Gundam. Now, I, I, I'm sure this is G Gundam, right? I keep forgetting, but I, and I never really got into it. But this just looks cool, and especially being a real grade, it's going to have some cool articulation and effect things with it. Um, let's see. Uncle Tom shared something here, uh, just showing you a new Robot Damashi Strike coming soon. That looks cool. Oh, Uncle Tom, some more Alex posing here. Um, what was the other? Okay, so this was one that just came out of nowhere. And I'm going to get into it a little more. I know the picture's a little small, but this is the Kasai Gundam. It's a Robot Damashi cost signature. And I have a video review of the previous one, uh, that and the Penelope that don't have any of the real-type markings. This has real-type markings, even though there is a version with it. And actually, the one that I have came with the decals. I just... I don't know if I want to put them on, even though I typically do that. Do you guys remember Exo Squad? So that was in the 90s, early 90s, I think mid-90s. Those were mechs. I loved that. You know, I, I guess I can kind of see where my love for mechs kind of has always kind of been with me. But yeah, the Exo Squad, I had the, was it the Phaeton or Praeton or something? It was like the purple guy in the purple mech. Um, I bought one again recently. I haven't put the decals on yet, but the original I did and I loved putting the decals on and I'm always remembering that when I put when when a when it's a robot spirit so a non-gumpla that comes with decals it makes me think of that because it's like oh do I want to put decals on this figure do I not it seems easier to do it with gumpla there's something about the gumpla where because not typically as expensive it is easy to fix repair replace decals um, but anyway I wanted to bring this up because it's so hard to sometimes find news about this stuff. Um, and in a lot of, and so I really, I'm thankful for the discord because people have pictures of it up there were, um, and I'll actually get into, um, Kakarot nine one seven here in a second. I'm going to be talking a lot about, uh, his video, uh, that he had recently and actually to go back just for a second. Okay. So this, Gundam Breaker Battlelog. So this is, and I could be wrong about some of the things I'm saying, so please correct me if you want. So the Gundam YouTube, the Gundam Info YouTube channel, it's the official YouTube channel for Gundam. They've been sh sharing these like five minute episodes of this Gundam Breaker series. And when it came out, I didn't bother watching it. It's not like, it's not from Gundam UC. It's not continuing the storyline. So I kind of don't care 
And, you know, uh, there's so much going to get into. I know I will eventually. I'm still eating up all UC stuff right now. But when uh, I I watched the first episode, and to be honest, I liked it. There was something about it. I think because of its condensed nature, it quickly established character development in, in a good way. Um, you know, sometimes there's a lot of filler of character development, and I don't know if that's just something I'm just not good at or want where I just don't care about character development. I'm one of those people, even though I do care about character development, it just has to be done well. And the Gunbreaker battle, I kind of did that because it did it within the context of these, these people that like to do these Gundam battles. Anyway, I watched all of it because it's actually pretty quick to do. It's not too difficult. I think it was over, a couple weeks and the recent one came out when I'd have a break during work, I kind of would uh, watch an episode and I really like what they did. Uh, I enjoyed the whole thing. I think it's over. It was like six episodes. And again, I could be wrong, but I like what they did because it's people that like Gundam. And so they're building their Gunpla and then they go battle with them. And then you get to see all these cool looking Gunpla that are custom. So it's like a Gundam that or a mobile suit that would exist and then they kind of just add some cool stuff on it. Um, and, and it even has cool cameos. Like four was in uh, one episode or a couple, perhaps. Uh, and it was a little cheesy because it seems like there's this risk. There's these stakes like that. Oh, no, there's this evil mobile suit. It's going to destroy us. Oh, no. But really, these people are just playing a game, right? And But it does a good job of making you forget that. So anyway, I just... I. I recommend watching it. It's on the Gundam Info YouTube just because it's short. It's easy to watch and it doesn't have a lot of fluff. So it gets to the point. The characters are themselves. You get you get a sense of the character. There's a lot of cool battles. The music is great. And it has all different styles of music that I'm accustomed to from Japanese media. So it has like, you know, the dance type music. It kind of has that pop punk rock music. And then it has kind of the action oriented, you know, symphonic style music. So... Everything about it is pretty cool, I got to say. So I guess if I'm at Target and I see one of these kits because they're not too expensive, especially this one, I will probably pick it up. Um, yeah, because that was really cool. All right, so I want to get to the next part. I was just talking about this Kasai Gundam, right? And so, again, I don't know if I don't have good Google skills. I think I do. My job requires me to do a lot of searching a lot, even though you know I, I work with a lot of the Microsoft products. So... There's kind of a repository for that information. So when it comes to leaks of releases, usually this is stuff that's not in the West. You know, usually this stuff gets announced or leaked over in Japan or Asia somewhere. And I think maybe that's why I don't come across it. So I was watching. So if if no one, I'm sure you guys know Kakarot197. I, I actually um, participate in the Patreon because I think good work is done here, especially the news updates. One is just, they'll he'll talk about things that I'll never buy. I love seeing all the crazy types of food from the Gundam-themed food and all these cool like things that celebrate Gundam that don't happen here in the U.S. I really like that stuff a lot, and so I love that he shows that stuff off because there's no other way I'd be digesting that information. But he was kind of showing this, yeah, the, the Robot Damashi cost signature Kazai Gundam Hathaway's Flash version. So it's specific to that, which looks a little different than the ones that are already out. And just a little bit. I think it has to do with the face and maybe some of the chest. But um, 
really cool. So the what I'm trying to get at is really the only way I would have known about this and a bunch of other things we're about to see here is because of his channel. And I don't know if I'm missing where I would go to find this stuff or he's just good at his job being a Gundam YouTuber and finding that information. So I really appreciate that. So again, Kakarot197, if you haven't subscribed, you probably should. So next up is, this blew my mind. Uh, it's a Metal Robot Damashi uh, uh, Rigazi Custom. So this is actually what I, even though I say this about all of them, my favorite Gundam. But, um, uh, the, oh, got a call, but I'm going to wait. But really, it, it, I really got a handle of it from Battle Operation 2 because this became a, a, a mobile suit that you could get. And so I use it all the time, and I i don't know if it's just a, an easy mobile suit to use or it just connects with me. But this, for sure, I would get. So, yeah, Metal Robot Dimash Rigazi Custom. That is amazing. This is exactly, yeah, it's metal. Metal Robot. So I've got the, you know, the uh, Double Zeta, the Zeta, and, and the Mark II, which are all favorites of mine. So having this included will be awesome and you know i don't think they have any other information on it but i'm sure the price will probably be 150 plus maybe i don't know um anyway that's cool so the other cool thing is apparently there's this set piece and i don't know if the figures are included or not but it's a gun tank uh with the goof from um oh is rx 75 mass production type gun tank ver anime so i think this it's a diorama that comes with the gun tank and that is awesome for multiple reasons one i like the gun tank i don't even have the original ver anime uh one that it's kind of pricey and i'm trying to find the one so if anyone can help me out with this and tell me where i can get one at a good price it's the gun tank that comes with the rest of the white base hanger that you can connect them all together because i have the two other parts of the white base hanger but i don't have uh the one that comes with the gun tank and it's like a corner piece so and for that i don't really have a gun tank so i'd love to get my hands on this but the fact that they're doing the diorama thing is great but then along with that is the goof custom ver uh anime so this is i'm assuming the one that would work with this piece from 08 ms team so again, we've seen Bandai release a lot of robot spirits of Oit MS team lately. There's, I think there's one or two, oh, I forget now, of the Zakus. And then there's a couple of the, there's three different Federation mobile suits. And now we have the gun tank and we have this goof custom. So again, I didn't see this anywhere until i was watching kakarot and it popped up and it was blowing my mind and then it goes even further so now they even have this uh they call it the robot Dimashi side ms 08 ms team option part set two so i have the option part set one pre-ordered but now they have the set two and what i love about this is it comes with the tank does it come with uh i the but uh, does it come with those uh, fighters too? What are those called? That would be awesome. But it comes with these little minifigures. That's the thing that's been missing that I want so bad with these robot Damashi, uh, robot spirits. I don't know what the right way to describe them is. Is it robot Damashi? Is it robot spirits? I see both. But the fact that it comes with the tank, it comes with the minifigures, that is exactly what I want. 
And my wallet, holy crap, that is a lot of pre-orders that have come out. I don't even think there's any information about when the pre-orders come up. I'm trying to nail that down because a lot of things have been showing up after I've expected them to. Uh, I think I missed out on a, the Zaku 2 J-Type, but then I found it on some other random retailer. I even have this uh, bookmark folder of pre-orders. So anytime I pre-order something, I have to kind of bookmark it so I don't forget. And you know what? It's funny because normally when I start off these podcasts, it's like, oh, this is some Gundam stuff I've got recently. Or I haven't bought anything in a while because there's just been so many pre-orders that my budget's just been gone, actually, for a while. Uh, But there's stuff that I would want to get. Like, out of all Gundam stuff, the Robot Spirit stuff is my thing, really. All right, and then to go even further with the diorama, they have another piece, and it's funny because this is what's also shown in the Gundam Breaker battle log, that ground uh, type that we were just looking at, urban or ground, I forget what the name was exactly, but there's a a sequence in the show that takes the framing from 08 the MS team, and maybe from just the intro, or it might be part of an episode, but they have a diorama for it. Another diorama. Um, I love this stuff. This is exactly what I want. And, you know, looking at the, uh, the from this and uh, even that Rigazi custom, we can kind of see how they're using the those stands. I really like those uh, new stands that they've been using. Anyway, uh, this is just to kind of show off the new robot spirits coming out that are awesome. Uh, and I want to thank Kakarot197 for showing this stuff i wouldn't have found it any other way if it wasn't for him and really um i want to thank uh who was that again at uh yeah uncle tom always uncle tom yeah for sharing that as well in the discord because again i would not have realized they were going to release this i missed out on the penelope although i kind of chose not to get it because i think shortly after the penelope went up for pre-order there was a robot spirits um uh what was it the uh, neo Zeong real marking type version and it's like i gotta i gotta pick and choose here and since i already have the penelope i was like yeah so anyway there's all the robot spirits if you have any more you can add or if you have any questions about it let me know but you know speaking of gun tech i figured this would be a good mobile suit of the week even though it's not a mobile suit and uh it's i guess i wonder if they it says it's a mobile suit so that's weird so the RX-75 gun tank, also known as the RX-75-4 gun tank, is a mobile suit from the Mobile Suit Gundam television series. So, let's see, yeah, number 1 through 43 in the manga, the games that have it. Um, let's see, yeah, developed from RTX-44, developed into, so you can kind of get an idea of the different things it was developed into. There was even that... Uh, I don't know if it's either a variant, but what I pointed out in my video that I have about all of the mobile suits that showed up in the battle, the attack at Torrington base during Unicorn, there is that awesome tank they have there. And speaking of awesome tanks, there's the Echoas team that has the awesome transformable tank, and then there's the tanks you see in F91, is it? So yeah, a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool stuff there when it comes to tanks, so... Yeah, let's get started on this. Technology and combat characteristics, the RX-75 gun tank was the first prototype Earth Federation Forces mobile suit developed by Operation V. However, it was said to be closer to a tank rather than a mobile suit. 
A number of companies such as Takem and Hervik, first I've heard of this, participated in its development. The gun tank had the torso and arms of a mobile suit but possessed caterpillar treads for legs. Initially, it was designed to be piloted by a crew of two with a gunner in the canopy-style cockpit on the head and a driver in another cockpit in the torso. However, it was later changed to be controlled by a single pilot in the canopy-style cockpit, like all Operation V mobile suits. The gun tank used the core block system. It also reminds me of what we see in The Origin, that uh, Shar Aznable, um, um, oh, what, oh, everyone has multiple names. You know, Quattro Pagina, what was his, his, his Daikun name? Whatever. Uh, he, he drove that, that was one of the first, I guess, uh, weapons that he got familiar with that kind of led him on the, the track to be uh, the Red Comet. Let's see... <clears throat> Yeah, I kind of like that the gun tank used the core block system. I'm a fan of the core fighters and all that. So, and that's something I like about the Rigizi Custom, how it does it just transforms. Um, and I like it when mobile suits can look like a jet. Uh, its reactor is a hybrid type of nuclear reactors and gas turbines, and its output is insufficiently there's insufficient for powering beam weapons. The gun tank's main weapons are twin 120 millimeter cannons, which are effective at long and medium ranges. Its arms have four barrel missile launchers instead of hands, and they provide a good cover fire against enemy tanks and aircraft, but are less effective against enemy mobile suits. A major flaw of the gun tank is its inability to turn its torso, making it difficult to aim the cannons at moving targets, as the gun tank must reposition itself. Another major flaw is that its design was primarily for ground combat, resulting in it having poor maneuverability in space, so... It really sounds like they just did a bad job designing it, but the Gundam was amazing. The RX-72. Armaments, 120mm low-recoil cannon. 220mm cannons are equipped on the shoulders of the gun tank. The cannons were used for long-range artillery and sniping. They have a firing distance of 260km, which exceeds visual range. Four-tube, 40mm bot missile launcher. Two four-tube, 40mm bot missile launchers are mounted in the gun tank's arms. They rapid-fire small anti-aircraft missiles with a range of 20km. As the gun tank is not equipped with any close-range weapon, the missile launchers are also used as the primary defense weapon. Special Equipment and Features Core Block System the prototype mobile suits produced by the Earth Federation Forces Operation V are equipped with a central block which houses the mobile suit's cockpit, control systems, and main power source. This core block can eject in case of emergency and unfold into the FFX-7 core fighter. All right, so we'll get some history here. The RX-75 gun tank was developed when the, f- when the first rumors of the Principality of Xeon's mobile suits reached the Federation. Only one of the gun tank units survived the attack on Site 7. This last prototype made its way to the Pegasus-class assault cruiser White Base. The gun tank then fought alongside the RX-77-2 gun cannon and the RX-78-2 Gundam. After the death of the uh, gun tank's pilot, Ryu uh, Jose, or Josie? That's, that's a good one. I'm going to have to look that up again. The mobile suit was upgraded to be used by a single pilot in the canopy-style cockpit. When the White Base came under attack by Dimitri and the MA-04X Zach Rello mobile armor while leaving the Earth's atmosphere, Hayato Kobayashi launched in the gun tank to intercept. However, he was clearly outmatched by the Zach Rello's superior speed and power. Fortunately, the near-suicidal plan bought Amaro Ray enough time to deploy in the Gundam to defeat Dimitri. The gun tank then continued service on board the White Base until it was destroyed at the Xeon Space Fortress Abawaku. 
In the compilation films, the gun tank was decommissioned at Jaburo with its pilot Hayato uh, Kobayashi being assigned to a second gun cannon unit for the remainder of the war. Variants, RX-75 gun tank mass production type and the gun tank Saikamu type. Oh, and there's not even a link to that. Um, let's, so, first it appeared in the parody Mobile Suit Gundam San, this gun tank... Variant stems from Hayato Kobayashi's frustration of using gun tank in space and desire for something more flashy than Amore's RX-72 Gundam. His gun tank suddenly gains the ability to use the Saikamu system. Unfortunately for Hayato, it is just a dream sequence. It's Gundam War card reflects perfect... Okay, so I gotta see if they have a picture of this. Uh, that is kind of funny. I kind of like how even the treads kind of fire off. Eh. Kind of Money. I like that. Uh, well, cool. See if there's any trivia. Oh, wait a minute. Here's that thing I was talking about. Um, yeah, I want that really bad. I like. So I have two of the standard ones that come with the little um, thing. It's a thing, right? That they uh, that a mobile suit will be attached into. But what I like about this is it has that kind of corner. I mean, that's some great. Uh, 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 great diorama stuff to have. Uh, so let's see here. Trivia. Usually it's about video game stuff, so I won't necessarily. Number of representations of the gun take in other media, usually video games depict it. It's capable of turning its upper body to uh, to a limited degree and increasing its range of fire, so it's not canon. <laughs> in most video games, let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't really need to get into that. Okay, so anyway, that's your mobile suit of the week, the gun tank. You know, that's part of Operation 5, so... Let's see, did I even do the RX-78-2 as a mobile suit of the week? That would, I'm sure that thing's wiki page is gigantic. I guess we'll find out soon enough. And then I'd like to do uh, the gun cannon also to kind of round out Operation V. All right, so yeah, let's uh, look at some comments. So, uh, this was from episode 18, so we'll read another awesome podcast. I always look forward to these every Friday. Thank you, Will. I really hope to get lucky in the giveaway for the white Zaku. I have some water slides for Shin Matsunaga Zaku too that would look great on it. Keep up the great work. Um, I love the idea of putting yeah decals on other things that or anything Gundam really. Uh, and again, I think I mentioned it before. I have a Master Chief. Actually, my son found it the other day. It's a Master Chief. I have the six inch, and I put uh, real tight markings on it. All right, Robert. Robert is always here to support me. It's actually based off the mobile game GBGW. I, see, he he helps answer things that I ask questions about. I'll bring up the ILM art uh, logo. Um, let's see. Oh, talking about the concept art for Christmas. Oh, well, thank you there. Robert... Definitely has some Christmas spirit, so thanks, Robert. Thanks for the comments, always. Santo Bell, I need a new Gundam to custom another G-Savior. Joints, panels, and abdomen mostly, so entry grade just saved me a ton of money. Yeah, so that it was news of the new Gundam entry grade coming out, so obviously that's going to be cheaper than a high grade. But also, the G-Savior Gundam is awesome, in my opinion, and Santo Bell is all big on that, just like I am. Um, and it's funny, because I did get a notification the other day because uh, I have it, you know that Mandarake, Mandarake, I don't know how you say it, that website from Japan, 
I had an alert set up for when the GC of your high grade comes out and is in stock. And one was in stock, but again, I kind of went through my budget already, so I didn't jump on it. But I would love to have um, the high grade GC of your. But it's cool that Samsung Bell, you can take pieces, whether it's from the new Gundam or the F97, and really mash together your own uh, custom GC of your. All right. Raul Eduardo Alcron Molina. It is okay in Spanish. Universal Century is a mix of all Earth's cultures, not just Americans. Yeah, a good point. That's what's really cool about future space stories, especially how Gundam UC has treated it, where you do see all these cultures together. Um, but also it's interesting because how words are used in different languages, and this is based off of Instead of Titans, he's saying Titans, which is actually how it's pronounced in the Japanese. But it's an American word, Titans. So then with the English, you know, it's it's confusing. But you know what? That way, I think it means any or canon. Any way you want to say it is canon. All right, Robert, again. Oh, about a Zoom. Yeah, I didn't have time for that. Uh, sorry about that, Robert. And then Zendito set, uh, sorry, Sediawan. Yeah, I, the last name, I think I must have said it wrong before because I remember Zendito. Congrats to all the winners, and also I definitely want to win, um, okay, real grade Banshee or at least high grade double O, both being the kit that I want to have. Can't wait for you to reach 100K subscribers. This channel is criminally underrated. Oh, thanks for that. But yeah, so for those of you that are interested in the giveaway, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Post something in the... Uh, in the comments of the video that you'd want to get, because if it's really something that's easy for me to just buy and send out, I'd love to do that. Um, that'd be cool because then I would hope you would send me the picture um, of what you build. That would be cool. All right, Robert again. Oh, comment sniping. Good job. <laughs> um, let's see. First comment sniped again. Yeah. Robert's always supporting me. Kampfer equals warrior in German. So, that is good to know. I like that. Again, that kind of goes to the cultural thing we were just talking about earlier, how there's a lot of... And I've noticed that with Xeon, especially on playing that Code Fairy game, which I didn't even talk about that because I actually beat it. I had to do it on easy. But um, I, there's a lot of cool th things that I'm hearing that have a lot of German to them, and um, it kind of ties in with what they were trying to portray with Xeon. Darn you, Al, uh, you little troublesome kid. Stop getting so excited over those two adult matters. Also, good review again, Adam. Maybe try and do the same thing you've done with uh, your figures and model reviews, but enlarge your pick to one-fourth of the screen in the upper right and include your channel logo and other info below us to not waste space. Like, maybe even links to other app sites you're on at. Yeah, you know, I need to look into that, how I can maybe change how I'm doing the format. Um... One thing I've always been scared of, and it's only affected me a couple times, is getting some sort of copyright block from these video reviews. Because I want to try to show some cool scenes. There, like for instance, one of my my review of part one of Shores Counterattack, that's blocked for monetization. If I ever get monetized, that won't ever help me out because I think there's too much I showed. So I want to, I kind of want to be careful, but I want. I, Sometimes I would just want to show some cool stuff. That's what I'm thinking. If it gets to a point where I want to be able to do more of that stuff where I'm really talking about full sequences and I don't want to, or music, and I don't want to, the content to get blocked, 
I might, uh, that will probably, that will be, I, I plan this, be part of a Patreon I might be doing in the future where there'll be commentaries available for all the shows. But um, you know what? I'm, I totally forgot to, well, not that I forgot. I just, yeah, the past three days have been busy. I have not. Uh, doing the like and the love, I always got to give the love to the fans. Um, happy Thanksgiving, Adam, uh, and Blue Family. Thanksgiving to one and all. Well, thank you. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone else, too. I'll say something about that in a second. And then, oh, here's cool. So, uh, thank you, MindWipe87, because this was the picture I uploaded on the community post. I'm going to start doing that a lot more. Um, and I like that I got a comment on there, but uh, my favorite UC Gundam, the next in line after the RX-78 NT-1 Alex, and before the RX-178 Gundam Mark II. The 13-episode OVA that this is the main Gundam of is and always shall be my favorite early UC timeline show. This, along with its brother unit, full veneer upgrade, and its replacement, the GPO-3 stamen, are on top of my wishlist for review edition model kits because I want to create the frame at the end of the first opening, where it and the uh, Faisalis are, hope I said that right, are clashing beam sabers with each other. So, yeah, very cool. I um, do plan to review, actually, GPO2 reviews coming up soon, and then after that I'm going to have the other, uh, yeah, the RX-78 uh, FB1, whatever that's called, and then the, uh, the, the Stamen as well, because I have them all, the Robot Spirits version specifically. Um. But yeah, you know, real quick, um, did did that cover what I was going to... Yeah, I wanted to talk about um, a couple things real quick. So, Code Fairy on PS4, PS5, I've actually completed all the missions, some on normal, some on easy. Uh, I guess there will be more coming out soon, it's in chapters, but it is difficult, it really is. Uh, easy is not bad, but when you have it on normal, you have to be able to beat it on normal in order to unlock stuff for the mobile suits. But I tell you, it is tough. Uh, I think it was chapter 10, perhaps? No, 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 it wasn't 10. I think it was before, it was like 7, where, I mean, it was getting hard on normal, and I was just fine, I would just do it over and over and over until I beat the mission. Uh, but then it got... Uh, even harder. At, at one point, I was like, you know what, I have to put it on easy, and I didn't mind. On easy, I can kind of go through and understand what's going on. Later, try normal again. I think the game is trying to teach you to use some of its mechanics, which are really cool, which is pressing circle to uh, target uh, an enemy mobile suit that your team can go for. You also have their abilities you can um, activate, and then you can also order them to stay with you or to move forward. So, there's a mix of that, but then also really the, the game really throws a lot of um, raid style mobile suits at you at, while there's also generals and support. And so it's really about being able to counter at the right time. Uh, you know, the, the, playing Code Fairy, there's something really cool about it. As someone that's a gamer, I love video games. It actually plays like an old school style Japanese game because it's where the mission structure is very tight, so it's very difficult. But once you master it, you can then complete it. Um, as far as I know, there's no real easy way to cheese it. I think it just really requires uh, coordination, really understanding your objectives and all your mechanics and getting it down. And I still got to give it up to there being an anime intro, an outro, the animation in between. It's all 
fantastic stuff. So yeah, Code Fairy. We haven't played it. And then and then lastly, uh, yeah, I'm recording this on Thanksgiving. So, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone that celebrates Thanksgiving. I know that's not a worldwide holiday, but uh, it is one for sure in the United States. And um, yeah, luckily I got time off from work. So um, while it was kind of a slow week in terms of, you know, Gundam stuff to talk about, um, there was plenty for me to want to talk about at least. And so, um, yeah, anything else? Uh, yeah, let me know in the comments. How was your Thanksgiving? If you celebrated, if not, what are you doing this week or anything Gundam related at all? So anyway, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Subscribe if you haven't and join that giveaway too. And uh, yeah, we'll talk later.